Hey, it's Colin Tomlin here, uh, Chief Encouragement Officer of Experience Growth and the author of the Grow House series of books. A little over a week ago, the world woke up to shocking, disturbing and emotive images of a black man with the knee of a white police officer on his neck. It was one of those moments where many of us could not believe what we were seeing and many could not believe that we were seeing this again. Is this really happening, we asked. What could he have done to warrant this treatment? Why is he being restrained in such a callous way? What the hell is going on? Uh, What is going through George's mind? What are the other officers? Where are the other officers? Uh, Who are they protecting and serving? Uh, As I looked at the images with a sense of repulsion, anger and disbelief, I also wondered what was going through the officers' minds. The really sad thing? This was not an isolated incident. This, unfortunately, was yet another episode in the macabre American not-made-for-TV series, The African-American Man, where a number of leading players have not survived to the credits rolling at the end. The the series featured a, a growing list of stars, some known, some still unknown to the world. Eric Garner, Breonna Taylor, Botham Jean, Philandra Castle, 12-year-old Tamir Rice, and others. And then there's the spin-off series where non-law enforcement officers have taken it upon themselves to enforce the law, resulted in the story of Trayvon Martin and Ahmad Arbery. After having some internal conversations, followed by external ones with friends and family, here are my thoughts. We have to change. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. It matters that African Americans are likely to get fatally shot than any other ethnic group in the USA. It matters that African Americans are imprisoned at five times the rate of white Americans and twice the rate of Hispanic Americans. It matters that here in the UK, black people are almost 10 times more likely to be stopped and searched compared with white people. It matters that our Asian counterparts are almost three times more likely to be stopped and searched than white people. We can't as human beings, let alone people of Judeo-Christian or any faith tradition for that matter, be silent about this. Our silence is a powerful message of agreement. It says, this is not important enough to comment. You are not important enough to stand alongside. Inevitably, if the things that are important to me are not not important to you, It weakens the quality and the depth of our relationship. So, we must challenge by speaking up and speaking out. At stake is our community cohesion, local, national and international. Secondly, we may have chaos. 
In much the same way that tackling coronavirus has wreaked havoc on our world and caused chaos, tackling the systemic racism that exists in American society and other societies across the globe may well cause some chaos. Dealing with coronavirus has meant that our norms have had to be left behind. Going to work, travelling, family visits, social gatherings, worshipping together, all of these have had to stop, at least temporarily. Here in the UK, we're using the R rating as a measure to ascertain our success against the virus. It may be a good idea to have an R rating as a measure of our understanding and awareness of racism. Unfortunately, an act as outrageous as putting a knee on the neck of an African-American man didn't just happen. It happened because the racism rating has gotten to a level where this other virus has been spreading freely with disastrous consequences for George Floyd et al. We may have to look at our personal and corporate R ratings when it comes to going to work, traveling, family visits, social gatherings, and worshipping together. Lastly, we have to change. What has been interesting is the level of protest that is happening, not just in American cities, but in cities across the world. Black, white, and every shade in between are joining in the conversation. Some like the families of people killed in custody, are more vocal than others. Some, like the people who are constantly harassed by the police and more, are more frustrated than others. Some, who have tried talking and feel they're not being listened to, are using action, even acts of vo- violence, to get their voices heard. Even worse, some who as leaders should be reassuring and sharing a vision of a better future, are sharing rhetoric that fans the flames of discord rather than extinguishing them. As leaders of whatever persuasion, we have to join the conversation. Otherwise, people will lose faith in our leadership and our systems of government and ultimately lose hope. With lost hope, Sections of our communities will not bind to the whole community vision. As King Solomon wrote, Without vision, the people cast off all restraint. In other words, without a compelling vision, the protests will only get worse. So what do we do now? We need to have an honest conversation about our R-rating a conversation where we dispense with political correctness and saying what we think the other wants to hear, or worse still, not saying anything at all. We need to address the elephant in the room. We need to have a chat. Please join the various conversations going on right now, or get your family and friends and start your own. Hashtag George Floyd. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag, I can't breathe. Hashtag, it matters.